all and welcome back to Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, your number one podcast for all things Assassin's Creed. Sorry, I had to quickly get, get a drink then. Ooh. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about four times locations that would make the most sense to appear as an Assassin's Creed game. Now, this isn't my own podcast, I will admit. This has been co-written by a listener from Brazil, which when he told me from Brazil, I was blown away that I even had somebody so far away from the UK listen to this. It's a, an amazing experience. Uh, the person who's uh, writing it is called Frederico. Um, I'm really sorry, buddy, if I did not pronounce that properly. Um, I may be English, but I cannot talk it properly. <laughs> So he's helped provide me with two location, uh, two time zones he believes will make the most sense as a Assassin's Creed game. He's also helping with next week's podcast as well, but more on that at the end. So let's dive in. The first on our list, and so the first thing on the list, by the way, is he said to me, "The truth, my brotherhood friend, is that the possibility of an Assassin's Creed game in any age or period." With that in mind, I'll list the periods that I believe are the most interesting. And he is right. This game is based off history and fiction at the same time. So he does have a point that any time zone could possibly be a potential setting for an Assassin's Creed game. Which is something I never thought about before. Sorry, I'm quite dehydrated today. I won't drink any more tea. So the first one is one that's on everybody's mind. Feudal... 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 I can't pronounce it, but Japan. <laughs> For sure, it's a period, in my mind, with great potential. Period of Sengoku, a time of wars, with iconic figures, characteristics that match the world like swords, samurais, which would be Templars, against ninjas, assassins, all fighting techniques and accompanying a rich history and mythology. Now, what I love the most about feudal... Mm, by, the, by Japan. Urgh, I can't say feudal Japan properly. But what I love about that the most is... Imagine Origins Odyssey and the next one, because the next one's made Vikings, showing hand-to-hand combat evolving. You know, how assassins become not just skilled in stealth, but skilled in brute strength. And then they go to Japan, and they realise that brute strength's going to get them nowhere. They need to hide in the shadows. They need to be stealthy. They need to utilise the hidden blades that have been passed along to them for so many generations properly. And Japan teaches them that the assassins are taught by ninjas how to be stealthily. It's their techniques that go on and then finally refined by the brotherhood that Altair is set in and you've got a perfect round circle. I love the idea of that and that's probably me just spitting out more nonsense. The second era is during the Imperial Roman Age, maybe with Spartacus as leader of the assassin clan, the first Christians as assassins because they were hidden from Rome, also like the Celts facing Roma. Versing and Torix, sorry, I'm dyslexic, so I can't read properly. I do apologize to everybody, I'm reading off a script. Um, like the Celts facing Romana, Versonatrix and his epic clash against Caesar. This is epic. Because this setting with Caesar would fit in so well with Anna from Origins. And it could work as a sequel to Origins that Odyssey could have been. The only issue is Ubisoft's being very elusive about this. A lot of people have mentioned Rome being the next Assassin's Creed game, not Vikings. 
but for some reason that was um, by Jason Kotaku, that was just banished out of the water. I don't see why it should have been because this sounds fantastic. I would love to visit Roman Age, the Imperial Roman Age, because it could also explain how assassins, the assassins got a foothold in the Italian Brotherhood. Come on, if we're going to be doing origin story of the Brotherhood with uh, Bayek and Anna, we got to do an origin story of the Italian Brotherhood. We are, everybody loves Ezio. I love Ezio, but I do think, you know, there is other great assassins out there. You can't just worship the ground Ezio walks on. Come on, I'm looking at Bayek and Arnold. Them two are fantastic. But if we learn why there was a foothold in Italian Brotherhood in the first place, epic story build-up ties in with Ezio. <laughs> These are fantastic time zones that I would love to explore and actually could have huge implications on the law already. Feudal Japan, which is going to bother me that I can never pronounce that properly, could affect our, our why assassins chose stealth as they did. Maybe the, maybe the ninjas taught them smoke grenades, shurikens, throwing knives, perfected the art of the hidden blade. Maybe that explains why in Assassin's Creed calls China, there's the foot hidden blade, you know? Think about all the cool weapons as well. I'm digging it. Imperial Roman Age, I'm digging that because that could explain why the Brotherhood in Italy already exists. Because we don't know why these Brotherhoods exist. We know Anna went back to Italy after Origins, but maybe there's more to it. I'm loving it. I cannot express when he sent me this my ugly reason them. I was like, this would be epic. I never thought of Imperial Rome. I have thought of Japan a few times. I do believe a Japan game is coming because of the Creed, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood Venice board game has a Tokyo 2022, uh, Tokyo 22, I mean, which I think is into 2022, that is set uh, in Japan, it's canon, it features Layla Hassan, and it's canon to unreleased content. You cannot tell me that does not scream Feudal Japan game on its way. Come on. So, a couple I've just pulled out the bag as well while I was researching. Uh, I did have an issue f uh, with my internet, so if I do get some historical facts wrong, it's because my internet did cut out whilst I was researching. So the first one is one I fantasized a lot, and it's 1066, but more specifically, Battle of Hastings. And the reason why I think Battle of Hastings would be cool is, every Assassin's Creed game, Assassins win, or they lose something but still get the upper hand endgame. But what if there was a Templar plot to King Harold, right? They wanted to kill him because he was going to do something, they needed him gone, and it was Assassin's job to protect him, but they fail. You know, they fail, and because of their failure, the Templars get that extra foothold in Britain. And when you play Syndicate, you know the Templars control London, and we have to vanquish it. Maybe this is another spin. Maybe in the 1066, when William the Conqueror killed Harold, they actually were plot to put the Templars' presence in England as a big push, and it just nearly destroyed the English Brotherhood at the time. Perfect setting would be so cool to do and to be honest I would enjoy that you know a game where 
you fail. I know some people are like, oh, oh no, that's not uh, not the point of the game. You got to win. The assassins are the good guys, but heroes never don't always win. It's comics. Look at Avengers Endgame. If anyone's seen that, in the first film, they don't win. They lose. They lose big, and it's a sequel that they win. But it's the presence that not always heroes are gonna win. And maybe, just maybe, there might be an Assassin's Creed game where you fail, and your failure affects the time that we're living in. And maybe, just maybe, we can see the world differently for the eyes of a Templar. And it might, because I've seen some guys out there and I really like them, might give the fans of the Templars a bit more of an edge, because I know there is a lot of Assassin's Creed fans out there who dig the Templars. I've had jokes with them, I've had talks with them, and it's brilliant to see and I think we should embrace that. If there's a community that loved the Templars, maybe we should let the Templars win at once. And then they get a game dedicated to them. But that's my own logic. It could be a bit flawed. And the last period, so I can only drink. Can't be a cup of tea, I tell ya. And the last period is one that's not touched upon in history games. And it's not talked about much. And that is the fall of Babylon. Which is the eight, which is the 18th and 6th centuries BC. And the really reason why I want to see the fall of Babylon become into this game is it fits so well. It's a it's a time zone that's taught in the Bible. It's the the Byzantian area sounds so amazing to read, and the fall of Babylon had a lot, a lot of reasons for the fall. So these aren't the main ones, but one of the reasons it fell was. The population of Babylonia became recessive and increasingly disaffected under Nabonidus, which I think was like a leader. And the marketer's priesthood hated Nabonidus because of his suppression of Marcus's cult and his elevation of the cult of the moon god Sin cult. And this, and to me, this sounds familiar to some of the plots we've seen before. So I quickly break it down because a lot of big words to me. What if the marketer's priesthood is the assassins? Right? And they hated Nabonidus because of his suppression of the Marketer's cult, which is the Templars suppressing the assassins, and his elevation of the cult of the moon god Sin cult. It's a lot of cults. And maybe that's a proto-Templar cult that worshipped a god or something, and they thought that, that the Sin god could provide them with power and everything else, and a pseudo-Temple order, pseudo assassin order wanted to push back you know can't do that i can't remember my history but i think that would make it earlier than odyssey and assassins went around early in the odyssey so it could be another game with no assassins which i know a lot of fans would hate to see and a lot of fans would love to see but come on it's a time unexplored byzantine era sounds so amazing and the fall of babylon would just be really cool to see and maybe we get a bit more lore that could have seen shows that maybe the Templars and Assassin's philosophy is older than time itself. So an extra one that was sent to me by Rodrigo, um, Trojan War. Because um, in this um, game we have all the gods facing each other would be the War of the Isu. We could, we could be an Isu or not. 
Now, to me, this doesn't sound like it could be a big game, but if they tried to do a cross-gen, you know, how they did Rogue and Unity, you know, Unity was next-gen, Rogue was the filler, I could see that, you know, we play as Trojan War, we go back to Greece, we're an Isu fighting in the Trojan War, you know, maybe Isu a bigger presence, you know, something similar, or maybe it could be a revisitation to Cassandra, Cassandra could be fighting the Trojan War, I think that's the right time zone. I'm... Trojan War isn't my big strong suit, to be fair. I don't know much about it, but I love the idea and I do think it can work. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in again. Such an amazing episode. I uh, would like to recommend you all keep an eye on my social media. I'll be doing a community update video really soon that I think you'll all enjoy. I did mention that Frederico will be back next week. I do apologise again, buddy, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I don't mean disrespect, I'm just very, not very good at speaking properly. And next week we're going to look at four time zones that won't work as a game. The reason, the reasons why they won't work will be explored fully then. So thank you all for